Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 32. We took one week off, COVID, um, but we're back. It's Great Iron Zeros podcast. Oh, you know what? I should be wearing a mask right now because you you just uh, you you sprayed your. Oh, well, I mean, I I actually putting a mask on in real sure time, I, folks. I tested negative. Yeah. So. Okay. Mask is on. I wonder if this will fuck with the auto quality. This will 100% will. Um, but we're pushing through. Um, what are we? I mean, a huge week in football. I can't understand you because of the mask. <laughs> it's it's actually uh, covering his left ear, which is facing me. It's not even covering his mouth. Yeah. Apparently. And, um, and the little decal on it is supposed to be Iron Man, which I don't know why I have this. I feel like a four-year-old. Um, Welcome back, folks. Good to be here. Good to be here. We got two players that we need to talk about, and let's talk about it. We'll cover those. Oh. Um, we got Al's. Let's talk about it. Any spicy teaser you can give us? Uh, it's quarterback-related. I'll, right. I'll leave it at that. I mean, it's always spicy when it's uh, quarterbacks. Follow the money, of course. We'll recap the Lions' loss to the Seattle Seahawks, fifty-one to twenty-nine. Um, and then, of course, as always, we'll uh, end the show with a couple fantasy players that might get you over the hump this week with your fantasy championship, if you're still playing. I, don't, I have to imagine mostly they're over by now. Yeah, these last uh, these last like two games are usually around this time. So yeah, yeah. Wrapping up. Season's coming to a close. Well, uh, let's go ahead. Let's jump right into it. Hey, let's mask up, brother. Let's mask up. All right. Okay, so, um, Al, I feel like we can probably cover my two uh, players that we should talk about uh, a bit quicker than uh, your segment. So would you would you be okay with me going first? I'm okay with you going first. I, I really hope. There's no overlap between the players you want to talk about in my fantasy suggestion at the end of the show. Really hopeful. <laughs> uh, I, who knows? Who knows? I mean, so, I, I, so we call it don't, tease. Both these guys aren't playing in the NFL anymore, and all your guys are usually playing in the NFL. So. Are are they though? Are they done? Uh, let's get into it. Who do you got? Let's get into it. Okay, so obviously the first one that we have to talk about is Antonio Brown. Uh, he. Storms off the field, what third quarter against the New York Jets? Un, unseen before, one hundred percent unseen before. I mean, you've had guys leave in the middle of a game. Bubble guy guy rip, ripping his shirt off, and yeah, rips and the and the pageantry mid game is probably unseen. Waiting I think there has the been Jets fans. There have been players who've left mid game, but that yeah. was that was next level antics. That was truly next level. It was uh, he left because Bruce Arians was saying. Get in the game. AB was saying, "I'm not getting in the game." I heard he he asked him to the Jets three times. I heard he asked him, and he said no. He said no. They told him to get out. Get out. Uh, So, uh, one props to BA for not taking that. Well, okay. Uh, I I have a couple things on this. Okay. First one being, he's not been officially released as of the time of this recording. He Bruce Arians said he's no longer a Buck. Okay, but he is not a free agent. He's still on the Bucks. I think he's still in New York right now. Actually, still in New York. he was just at the Mets game not too long afterwards. But uh, not 
Nets. God, the Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Nets. Yes. And, and yeah. So he might still be in New York. We don't know. But yeah, he's not been released. Um, and you know, it probably will happen at any moment now, and this will date this recording immediately. But like, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we do have to keep in mind here that without him and no Chris Godwin, because Chris Godwin just had a season ending yeah. injury, and Mike Evans is banged up. Yeah. That receiving core is decimated. And Brady's very comfortable throwing to him. So this is a big problem if he's gone for the Bucs. It's a big hit for their offense. Yeah, I suppose it is. It is a very large hit to the offense. Um, and if there's one person that will just, till the end of days, vouch for Antonio Brown, Brady. it's Tom Brady. And, you know, the other other thing on this topic, too, is that, you know, you texted me about, hey, we've got to talk about this today. And I'm kind of more like, like, haven't we seen this before? Like, no. haven't we seen enough of this? No. I don't like, are we so. surprised at this point with this guy? Like, this is what he does. I mean, it is it is surprising to me because he was doing so well since he showed up in Tampa Bay. He, this is, he has his one uh, eruption. And it, now you have to beg the question, you know, who who takes a chance on him next? I don't know, He's man. He's proven that he can still play. Yeah, he can still play, but the dude has been acting like a straight-up lunatic for three years. Ever since he left Pittsburgh. Yeah. And, you yeah. know. He has his moments, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, everything off the field is obviously allegations and, you know, crazy stuff. Right, even all, yeah, all that yeah, stuff, too. But, I mean, you can't have that in the locker room and then once you tack on all the stuff that happens on field that, like this past Sunday. But, yeah, no, it's it's going to be super interesting to see where he goes from here. Uh, to your point, it is a bit odd that they haven't released him yet, but I would assume that that's just, like, paperwork and stuff. All right, well, if you're uh, if you're at the Bucks, then, because now you're in, tr- you're in trouble with your receiving core. I mean, Brady's worked with less, but he's also, you know, I mean, he, part of why they won the Super Bowl last year was, you know, that dominant A-B, offense, Godwin, right? Ground. And then an excellent defense to, to pair with yeah. it. So they're definitely going to be hurting if they don't solve that issue. And like they can't make a trade. There's not that many. No, no, free not a out there. Free agent wide receivers. Golden Tate got cut today, so maybe give him a call. I've been vouching for him. Is that weeks. just today that he got cut? Yeah, wow. well, because he was on the Titans practice yeah. squad and he just got released. So, mm. wow. Who's your other guy? Um, Nate Hobbs. This is uh, another. Sadder story. Um, Nate Hobbs, cornerback, rookie cornerback for the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, um, if I had my soundboard, I'd be hitting the uh, beers. All that matters to me. Bro. Yeah. Gosh, when you don't have it, I forget that I have it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, that's a good idea. Dump it. Um, Nate Hobbs, uh, Las Vegas rookie cornerback, uh, gets arrested uh, DUI on this Monday morning. This past Monday morning, um, they found somebody found him. This is the weird thing. Who's driving in Las Vegas at 4 a.m.? Do you think they were going from going to work or coming home from the bar? Coming home from a party of some sort. A party of some sort. They yeah. see, um, well, this was going into Monday morning, so that's psychotic if that's the case. Um, but he is seen in his vehicle uh, parked right off uh, an exit ramp on the highway. Uh, I mean, is that that insane? Because I think you and me were probably both drinking till four this last couple days. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, Off podcast, of course. Off podcast. Um, (laughs) Sidebar. (laughs) Oh man. Beer it. 
Um, so he gets found uh, sleeping in his car there, which uh, then they have him take the field sobriety test. He does not pass that at all. Um, I do. I did see, I think, one report um, from his lawyer saying that it was uh, unlawful, so maybe he blew below, but mm. it was just very disoriented still. Who knows? Maybe he was on some other stuff. Well, at least like one of his former teammates, he didn't kill anybody. You know, uh, it seems that he might have had a, a slight thought of maybe I shouldn't be driving right now, and that's why he pulled over and fell asleep. Well, it's an improvement, I Could suppose. Be, um, when you're a Las Vegas Raider, I feel like there's got to be somebody you can call, though, even at 4 a.m. Like, you know, you see Uber as a sponsor of a lot of stadiums. I feel yeah. like that's a partnership that just makes some sense. I don't know. That's the other thing, too. You know, why didn't you just call an Uber? Who knows? Uh, you know what? It's funny because, like, when we were, everyone was talking about the Raiders going to Vegas, you know, everyone was kind of – I don't know, half serious about this stuff kind of being an issue, yeah. but this is three players in a year, man. Three players in I mean, one year. Josh Jacobs last year, of course. Um, Henry Ruggs this year, who ended up uh, murdering another human right. in his DUI. And now Nate Hobbs. Um, it's I'm surprised it hasn't been more of a problem for road teams, and it's, it's, it's just been yeah. exclusively Raiders to this point, to be honest, but this team just keeps like just every time every time they just like they start to show a little promise and a little like resilience and like the, they're they're in the playoff hunt right now like they're, yeah. they're if they win next game they're in and like you know this has been a year up and down year and like God, yeah, the not, thing going it's on it's not the kind of thing you need to happen right at this point and it's just no so they're really, gonna have to make some serious serious changes in that organization this offseason man because like it's just a it's just a mess you know, here's the thing that I was thinking about. You know, it obviously now falls on the Raiders, falls on the NFL, you know, both of them. But, you know, you're giving these, you know, these these kids – I like everybody calls them men in yeah. when they're in the I mean, NFL. They're, they're 20. They're, they're 20, 25, 21, 22. Yeah. Nate Hobbs is 22 years old, and he's making millions of dollars. Like, he's going to make bad decisions, especially when you put him in that kind of environment. So, I mean, at this point, who does it fall on? Does it fall on the Raiders? Does it fall on the NFL? Something does need to change with this. Yeah, I know. But, you know, at the same time, it's going though, to keep happening. Same time, you got, like, what, you know, Miami. That's where, the thing. Like, That's what I was, like, thinking. I don't like, know. How – why is it so amplified? Because neither one of us have been to Las Vegas. Right. Right. Which is actually shocking, but yes. Yes. Uh, neither one of us have been to Miami. No. Right. So, I mean, like, we can't really speak to what is so different about those two, but maybe they are. Maybe Las Vegas is just a whole different beast, you know. Maybe maybe it is. Who knows? It's Sin City, man. Sin City. I mean, this is exactly why they call it Sin City, because uh, you're doing stuff that you shouldn't do. Because you're murdering people when you're drunk driving a Ferrari. Yeah. And so, I don't know if it was a Ferrari. That's kind of profiling. but I think it was a Lambo, actually. Um, but... Something has to change with Las Vegas. They can't keep doing this kind of stuff. Um, but well, let's let's go ahead. You want to tack on? Yeah. Another thing? No. Well, it's a nice little segue into my okay, we're pivoting, topic here. Yeah. Pivoting into. I, I actually wanted to talk about this quarterback last, but my uh, my topic this week for let's talk about it is which one of these four quarterbacks has the most on the line the last week of the year? Okay. First one since we talked about Vegas, Derek Carr. 
number okay. one. Uh, I'll just I'll rattle off the list really quick, and then you can tell me which one you think has the most. Yeah. So Derek Carr. Okay. Trey Lance making one of his few starts this uh, season in a critical game. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. All four of these guys have a shot to make the postseason next week. All four of these guys, I feel like, have a lot on the line. And, you know, I think the only one here that maybe you could, you could give some grace here is Justin Herbert because – Second year. Second year, the guy's extremely talented, clearly. And, you know, he's not the reason that they have lost as many games as they've lost. Sure. Yeah. Now, he hasn't been as good as his rookie year, I don't think, to be honest. No, but, no, no. Um all right, so let me just uh, real quick for the listener explain where these teams are at, too. Sure. So um, all three teams in the AFC that we've mentioned, the Colts, the Chargers, and the Las Vegas Raiders, are uh, sitting at six, uh, seven, and eight in the wild card hunt. So the Colts and the Chargers are currently in the playoffs. The Raiders are on the outside looking in. Um, they're all nine and seven, though, so if one of those two teams drops – the Raiders pick it up, uh, pick up the win this upcoming Sunday. Which are they facing? The Chargers and facing the, the Raiders. Raiders are playing each other. So they one got of those flexed into go. Sunday Night Football, which oh, is awesome. extremely hype. That's Very super awesome. Yeah, looking Finally forward to that. Good, good flex. And the and probably the most bum of those performances this or matchups this week is going to be the Colts game because they're playing the Jaguars. So they'll probably get it. But you know what's interesting? I heard today. I don't remember where I heard it, but. Apparently, Frank Reich has never beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville, which is <laughs> that's incredible, kind of shocking. That so, is incredible. But you know, they're a tire fire, and they got a lot of things going wrong for them, and they haven't won a game in God knows how long. So, so it, we'll get we'll get um, Indy, we'll get either the Chargers or the Raiders, and that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, I don't think there's another way. Unless the Colt, the Colts lose, God, they make this so difficult. They would be nine and eight, and if Pittsburgh wins, then I think they would go. 49ers have a shot. The NFC. Okay, okay. About that. But anyways, the the main question here of those four quarterbacks, to you, which one has the most on the line? And I'm sorry, just to give the listener an update on where the 49ers are at, oh because God. we didn't talk about them. They're 9-7, and seven, currently sitting in the sixth seed. Who do they play? Los Angeles Rams. Um, the only team that's breathing down their neck, I believe, is New Orleans. Which Last, uh, eight, last time they played the Rams, they spanked them. You know, let's not forget that. Yeah, San absolutely. Francisco. It's going to be a absolutely. little different of a vibe in L.A., but – that is, yeah, that is. And the Ram, only Rams team. have clinched a spot. You know, they're not Rams gasping for air to get in the playoffs. Like they, well, they I believe in. they they want they want the two seed. Oh, it's not like you filled the listener in. Yes, multiple times. Okay. I'm gonna ask. I, the, I'm gonna fourth. It, we had to paint the picture. Fourth time. Like what fourth everybody time. is doing. It's um, fitting because there was four quarterbacks. The fourth time I asked the question, <laughs> which quarterback has the most on the line here? I feel like I'll get an answer. Uh, I'm throwing Trent Lance out the window. Don't really care how he does. It would be huge if he won. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not expecting him to. And okay, you know how I feel about Trey Lance. Yeah, I'm very down on him. I know he's a rookie. And like, he's a rookie. you took him number three. You traded an arm and leg to get him, and this is your season. Yeah, that's a lot to prove. That's yeah, an ungodly amount. Prove. That's an ungodly amount of pressure. So I don't. I'm not too worried about him. 
If he, well, okay. if, I mean, if I'm, I'm a guess, 49ers fan and lose like, this game, I'm not. Like, if if he goes out there and beats the Rams, that's huge. He's right. proven a ton. Right. Absolutely. He has a lot to prove. Right. I don't think he's going to do it. I guess, like, my thing is, like, um, who has the most to prove that I realistically think can accomplish what they're going to set out to do? Okay. Um, Carson Wentz, I don't think he has a whole lot to prove with this game. I think once the playoff starts, that's because I, I guess I'm looking they, at this more like 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 what if the best or worst case scenario happened to one like what if Carson Wentz lost to the Jaguars and like they got, somehow got and then they get eliminated like what if that happened like that would be crazy what if Derek Carr loses to the Chargers like it's a it's possible it could happen to Herbert he could lose this game. Yeah. Lance, he could okay. lose this game. All these guys have potential to just get their team out of the race. Okay. And some okay. of these guys have like more rope than others, but like this is a these four are in huge spots and they're all kind of question mark guys, which is why I thought it was an interesting, saucy proposition. I get enough. I get enough. You had it it was the fifth time I made it this job. Jesus Christ. I haven't um, added this down quite a bit, but it's all right. I suppose the person with the most rope, in my opinion, right now is Trey Lance. I would agree with that. He has the most approved, but at the same time, he's going against the L.A. Rams, who uh, have a very good defense. I know they didn't show up against San Francisco last time that they played, but who knows? Probably a different, probably a different team that comes out into the field this time. Two, Justin Herbert probably has the most rope after that. But am I crazy? Did they they miss the playoffs last year too? Right? Yeah, they didn't get him. Yeah. So, um, and it's first year with head coach Brandon Staley. Um, it would be, I think, a, a step in the right direction for that franchise. You would be a, probably a little bit disappointed that they didn't make the playoffs. I'd be, I don't know, man. I'd be a little bit more than a little. Yeah. yeah. Last year, I was a little disappointed they didn't make it. But I was like, ah, it's okay. They, you know, rookie quarterback, second year quarterback. But he lit the league on fire as a rookie, and like they had a good team around him and a good coach. Well, Anthony Lamb was a good coach. You know why he's regressing. Offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Checks out. Yeah, because that guy's a dunce. Um, but I give him rope. I give both of those guys rope. Brandon or uh, Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert. I give them a little bit more slack. And I think that Derek Carr is in a very tough situation here. Because while he, you know, he's been in Las Vegas for this entire time, he's getting like everything hurled at him at yeah. once this season. Yeah, see, I, I actually feel like I know maybe as like a bit of a tease, you'd think that maybe he's the guy I would say is the – no, I don't think so because he like – he has had the most thrown at him this year. He's also played really well in a lot he of has. games. He's 100%. faced a lot of adversity, and his last two, three seasons have been excellent. The, the team around him has been the problem. Yeah. Like if you put him on, on a better roster with a better coach and yada, yada – He'd be great. He'd be doing better than he is currently. The guy I think who has the most on the line this week, Wentz. Wentz. Because if Wentz loses to the Jacksonville Jaguars at his fault, like if he has a three interception game and like it's a weird loss or something and the defense just doesn't do enough, like that's just that's just unforgivable for the spot that yeah. they're in and the season that they're having and the comeback they've had. And like it would just be the most Wentz kind of thing. Yeah. So for me, he's the guy where I'm like, he don't fuck up, bud. You got, I you got I, a lot of I line. agree. I agree 100%. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, like, I have very, like, I, out of all the scenarios, I think that's the one that is least likely to happen. 
But way to again, not way to not give former Lions interim head coach Daryl Bevel his flowers. Anything can happen. Is it Daryl Bever? Bever. Bevel. <laughs> Anything can happen. So um yeah, no, I, I agree with you that he one hundred percent has the most to lose. He has probably the least to prove. Um, but I don't think anything bad's gonna happen with the Colts this weekend. I think they win, I think they get in. I think um I think the Chargers are going to beat the Raiders and really just put a, a yeah. F or yeah F yeah. stamp on the Raiders season. Um, just put a bullet in it and it yeah know, just yeah yep yep. Yep. And then um, I think uh, if Lance wins and they get in, it's going to be it's going to be the Trey Bay. It's going to be Lance Fever. Who uh, Saints have Atlanta, so that's going to be tough. Um, I would assume. Who uh, have the Saints and Forty uh, ers played? Don't know. Because if the Saints win and the Forty ers lose, then they're both nine or nine and eight. Uh, so that obviously, but I mean, like if they if they had the tiebreaker, then it would already it wouldn't matter. They the Saints would already been eliminated. So I guess the Saints have to have the tiebreaker on them. It's really nice to be talking about saucy, saucy playoff football. Pretty much, it's like the it's week very before. fun. Um, it's also hard to understand at times. <laughs> yeah, well, right now, I mean, when the yeah. seating is set, it's gonna then be, it'll fine. be a lot it'll be of fun. fun but. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yes, wild card weekend will be absolutely uh, pandemonium. Well, you know what's almost as fun as just talking about these games? Actually, more fun. Not even almost more fun than talking about these games is betting on betting the on the games. One hundred percent. Uh, all right, let's do follow the money. Nice. All right, Al, uh, follow the money. I now have my notebook, and I'm not going to uh, mispronounce words anymore. Um, let, me, let me just say before you get running, though, I yeah. really hope you got that Rams game on there because yeah. I'm betting against them if, if I'm given the opportunity to do so. Okay, you're in And you don't steal Wait. it from me. <laughs> Like a chach. I try to make a funny joke, but it's just going to go right over the listener's head. Um, so why don't we stop playing around and let's get into it. Um, the spreads this week, uh, I figured last week of the season, we had to get a little dicey with it, right? I have two underdogs listed on the spreads. Okay. Uh, just because I thought the dogs would be barking this week. I don't know. Love that. Um, first one is not. First one is Cincinnati minus two and a half uh, against Cleveland. Cincinnati's I, a dog? No, 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 no. First one is not a dog. Okay, They're sorry. Two and a half point favorites at Cleveland. Um, they didn't fully understand. Uh, maybe Cincinnati's benching starters. I don't think they are. I, think I mean, Chase, Chase is really close to breaking of. An NFL yeah, record, or, or he already broke it. He broke the rookie record. All right. Uh, from and Justin yeah, the one plan. Um, well, my thing is, like, I don't I don't know where they stand in the seedings. But, like, if you can get, I don't know, better, uh, maybe a yeah. better matchup, higher seeding, so you play at home more the further you go into the I playoffs. don't think they have a shot at one, and that's I, all that matters. 
So Tennessee, yeah, I don't think they do have a shot at one. I think the Chiefs and Tennessee are the only two teams left who can get one. Tennessee is currently sitting at one. Uh, yeah, that, so that sounds right. I don't know why the Bengals would risk Joe Burrow, who apparently had a little injury at the end of the last game. So, but, I mean, we um thought about this topic and let's talk about it. But you know, uh, I've never agreed with benching players um, purely just because the Bengals' offense these last couple of weeks. Firing on all cylinders, and yeah. putting up back to back like thirty four plus point games, or are you just not in favor because at this point in every Lion season, this is like prime. This is our playoffs. Yeah, week 100%. seventeen, week eighteen. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't know why you'd want to throw them off their rhythm. So um, let's move on. Yes, uh, we'll have to figure that out post edit and just pray that we're not seeing uh, the Bengals sit their starters. That's the other thing with this week. It's very hard to freaking yeah, gauge yeah. what's happening. Um, second game, Atlanta plus four and a half versus New Orleans. I don't don't care that it's New Orleans. Uh, I, like who who's playing quarterback? Ian Book, like he was horrendous. He's this awful, guy was absolutely yeah. terrible. The Saints look in disorder. Atlanta looks terrible too. Four and a half points. I'm give me the home. Give me the home dog. Right. Um, I have thoughts, but let's just, let's just keep going because we're going to be here all day. Yeah. Philadelphia plus seven at home against Dallas. Dude, that is spicy. That's seven points? That's spicy. Seven points? Are you kidding me? Why Why is Dallas laying seven points? Well, you were the just there. Uh, yeah, they stunk. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. The offensive brokenness can be against a team that was, you know. Lost to the Lions. Skyrocketed. They lost to the Lions. Yeah. Like, yeah. It made absolutely no sense. You got the Lions fan drop. I had to do that. Really I might just turn my laptop over to you. You're so much better with this. Lions fan. <laughs> it's all right. Um. So yeah, we got Philadelphia plus seven at home. At home uh, versus Dallas. Over unders. We got Seattle and Arizona. Forty eight total points. Uh, thought that one was interesting. Uh, Saturday night football, Kansas City and Denver is set at 44 and a half. I thought that was a little bit low. Uh, and then finally, the one that made the most sense to me, uh, the New York Jets and Buffalo Bills. This one is in Buffalo. Uh, so be sure to check weather if you're listening to this before you bet on it. 42 and a half. Again, I have thoughts, but let's just keep moving. Uh, money lines, I actually have four. Oh, spicy. Threw it in there. A little right. spicy. like it. Um, also because there's games on here where I don't know what's happening. Um, so, for instance, we all found out, or I found out, literally while we were recording this, that Trey Lance is starting on Sunday. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, Gordon don't, yeah, you know, there's no we in that. Yeah, sorry. Did yeah, not mean like, to say I we. knew that was happening. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Um, so, San Francisco plus 165 on the road against the LA Rams. I have, uh, just for shits and gigs, uh, the Detroit Lions plus 115 at home against the Green Bay Packers. Um, I thought this one might have been a little spicy. I don't think Lamar is playing. Uh, Pittsburgh plus 155 at Baltimore might be Big Ben's last game ever. <sighs> Dude, I, I it's been it's been 24 hours. I'm just exhausted in the Big Ben swan song. I'm just, <laughs> just get it the fuck out of here. Um, they got – okay, I don't want to get going. Forget it. <laughs> uh, finally, um, so I have Chicago plus 120 at Minnesota. Who's playing quarterback for Minnesota? 
Probably Sean Mannion. Yeah, terrible. I don't even think of Kirk Cousins as playing. Hopeful play. Who? So, yeah, I could not tell you. The less we need to talk about, the less we can talk about that game, the better. Yeah. Um. So, Al, since we didn't do to do a Christmas episode because of COVID, I figured I would turn the book over to you. Wow. Uh, and give you the first pick. Merry COVID missed to me. Uh, well, I already know what I want because I think I let let off with it, but. Give me the Niners money line. Like Let's money. fly. 55. Fuck the Rams. Uh, they're in. Fine. They're in. But Trey Fever is going to go into full effect here. Rams are going to get, you know, their egos hurt before the playoffs. And then they're going to get bounced in the wild card, just like my vision from about a month and a half ago. Yeah, Watch it all happen. That's absolutely bonkers. Um, would like to point out that, you know, when San Francisco whooped their ass, that was not Trey Lance playing. It was the better quarterback. But you can't do this to <laughs> me. Uh, just so everybody knows, we did a quick timeout. Al is not controlling my soundboard because I'm so lost in the sauce and just <laughs> can't do it. Um, already 20 times better. So yeah. uh, my pick, you know, they're going to do this to me. Philadelphia is going to screw me. <laughs> I've, I've talked down on them all this year. Yeah, can we take a quick second here to give Nick Sirianni his flowers? Because, like, we've been dogging on that guy the entire show, and uh, he's gotten this team to the playoffs. He's gotten into the playoffs, and Jalen Hurts actually looks somewhat, you know, like a decent quarterback. I'm feeling good as an Eagles fan, man, because you got you got a coach who did this his first season. You got Hurts, who's good, good not great. Winning games, they keep winning games, and they got three first round picks next year. Yeah, and they're, I all, mean, they're all pretty high up. Well, except for the Eagles pick because yeah. they're in the postseason now. Yeah. Crazy. So you got you got Philly, 55. Yep. Philly at home, plus seven. Like that. Uh, give me Cincinnati, minus two and a half against Cleveland. I feel like Cleveland's got nothing left at this no, point. Man, Why no is it only two and a half? I couldn't tell you. I, maybe they're not going to play their starters, but like they're they're just like they're beating dogs at this point. Like there's nothing yeah. left. They lost to the Steelers last night. Yeah, Big Ben and can't Baker, throw a football anymore. Baker looks uh, also equally bad. You know what's funny is I've seen so many, uh, you know, clips and stuff today of Baker Mayfield like press conferences and stuff, and everyone's just saying, "Yep, not getting a second year. Not getting sorry, not getting a second contract. No second contract." I'm just like, man, a couple years ago. To the second coming in Cleveland, and now it's just like polar opposite, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, side note, I don't think it's impossible for him to get that second contract. Only he's just not going to get the, the, so banged up this year. He's not going to get the. Uh, no, he's not getting that the Dak Prescott, the you know, Josh Allen deal. He's not getting that. Uh, tell you what, give me, <laughs> give me the over. In Buffalo and the New York Jets game. Hello. I Pray to like God money. that the weather is not absolutely horrendous there. Um, but it seems like Buffalo's offense has really gotten it going these last couple of weeks. And I feel like the Jets are starting to get a little scrappy. They put up, you know, what, 24 on the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past Sunday. Zach Wilson's uh, slowly, very at the end of the season here, starting to maybe. Heat up a little bit. I think. I think it's. Uh, it's starting to look that way. He's starting to. It almost seems like he's starting to become a little bit more comfortable. 
Well, it's like when you have nothing to play for and yeah, you're like, finally maybe healthy and I don't know. Go you watch Mike White out there and Joe Flacco for six weeks, maybe you're finally like, all right. I got to kick it Time to go. <laughs> time to go. Uh, okay, last one here. Um, you know what? I kind of got – I mean, I really wanted the Eagles game. The only other one that was like, oh, got to get that, but gone. So, uh, last game they play this year. Let's ride with them. Give me the Lions. Hello. Ooh. I like uh, money. Lions money. Lions money line. I I'm, believe. I'm assuming that – because the Packers clinched one. Yeah, I don't. I think Devonta Adams is going to play because he needs like a twenty-five or thirty-yard game, like game at this point to break a Packers like all-time receiving record or something like that. So he's got a reason to play for at least a series and a touchdown. But but you know, they clinched one. The playoffs are going through Lambeau. They're not going to get cute with the Lions for an extra win, and the Lions mm-hmm. are going to play their part out because you know I think that's that who they are. I think they're locked into to two. At this point, because the Jaguars aren't going to be the Colts, knock on knock on wood. And if the even if the Lions win, they are at two. Yeah. So I kind of think this is where we're at, and uh, I feel oh, like it's okay. a nice positive note in the year. Some That's jo- what I think too. It's some Jordan nice. Love. It's always nice to beat the Packers too. Yeah, and it's and it's happened a couple of times recently. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you know they haven't come in here and, ro- and rolled them every time. Yeah. I mean, a lot. Of a time. lot of the times, yeah. I mean, a lot of the times. Every once in a while. Um, <laughs> Golly, this last pick. I feel like both my picks are a little gross, so I'm just going to add on another gross one. Uh, Give me the Atlanta Falcons plus four and a half at home against the New Orleans Saints. Oh my God. (laughs) Um,. I got no reasoning behind it other than I can't believe I'm betting on the Atlanta Falcons. Well, Ian Book was bad enough. Yeah. And honestly, Taysom Hill doesn't look that Taysom good. Hill, Trevor Simeon, Ian Book. <laughs> Trevor Simeon. Th- those, those are your How options. How does that guy still have a job? That, those are your options at QB. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's no bueno. The Jets' Mike White and Joe Flacco show was better than those clowns. Yeah, it's a much better quarterback room, honestly. I'd argue that the Case a, Keenum Nick Mullins show is better than that. Yeah. I mean, come on, Tim Boyle, David Blau uh, show. Okay, well, let's let's okay, let's well, go. Let's not. Go. They're just not used to scoring touchdowns. Hey, I tell you who was used to scoring touchdowns on Sunday: the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, <laughs> let's move on to the line. Whoa, yeah. Let's go. All right, uh, first time talking about the Lions here in the last couple of weeks. Um, what uh, happened in between the Seattle game and the Arizona game? Who we play? You know how much I sacrificed? Uh, wait, sorry, between which game? The Arizona the Cardinals and the Seahawks game. Uh, they, they on the, oh, they were on the road against Atlanta and they lost on yes. that last second yes. interception. Uh, so they've dropped two straight now. Um, the Actually, Seahawks wasn't game. their first interception. Because Boyle played a pretty good game up until that point. It was his first interception yeah. of the game. It was in the red zone. It was, it was it was a game loser. It was a horrible throw. It was a horrible throw. It was really yeah, bad. It was, so they it's actually shocking. They let terrible. him yeah manage the game perfectly up until that point, and then they said, uh, "Hey, dude, why don't you absolutely stare down this wide receiver like no other when he's going across the middle with three other defenders sitting there waiting for him?" Yeah, I want to I want to say he had like three touchdowns and like. 
200 something. Like he had a nice game. Like Boylan. Oh, sorry. Are you talking about Atlanta or Seattle? I'm talking about Atlanta. No, he only had one. Boyle? Yeah. I'll have to fact check that, but all right. Resume. We'll fact check it all we want. I'm pretty sure he only had one. I'm pretty sure he had less than 200 yards passing the ball. Um, I love you. He's like, got to assert my dominance. Just <laughs> fact check happened. it all we want, man. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> Trust me, pal. I know my line's yeah. football, pal. You're not that guy, pal. Trust You're me, not pal. that guy. You're not that we guy. Gotta, we got to get that one. For, for all board. All time classic. Um, the Seattle game, though, um, I tell you what, we can take a couple positives out of this. Can we? Yeah. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown has entered the chat. Yeah, big time. Uh, this last month, I mean, you know, you you have been on a little roll with him in our fantasy segment. And I got him written down once again. I'll jump to oh. it. I mean, the guy has been on fire recently. When we start playing him at running back, I got to tell you, I haven't been as in tune with the Lions uh, as I was when the start of the season. But I feel like that that happened, what, Sunday, maybe against the Atlanta or maybe against Seattle. It hasn't been happening that long. I, I would feel. assume after Swift has gone out for a bit. That's true. We have, we're have we missing a lot of running backs. But um absolutely love that they're doing that. They're figuring out just – they're just figuring out ways to get him the ball. He's a, ni- he's a very nice piece of this offense. And he's, like, definitely – Establishing himself as a as a core player going forward. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And that's and a bad team. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. On a Why bad team you... as a rookie. That's all you can do. Yeah, and I mean it's just really. We, nice. I was, we were worried for a little bit because uh, yeah, because he, he was not stepping up, and he no. was just not. You know, preseason he looked like target number one, and then he kind of flashed a little early, but then kind of fell off the map for a majority of the season. And then this last month, month and a half, he's just been on fire. You know what's crazy? It's almost like when he caught that touchdown against Minnesota, the flip was switched. You could say that. Yeah, I could do that. Oh, I just absolutely botched that line. I don't think you did. The switch was flipped. Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) God almighty. I think I might still be drunk. Um, but Amonra, that is absolutely phenomenal. I think he got rookie of the month, which 100% deservingly so. He's, uh, like I think, the second rookie wide receiver ever behind o- OBJ for to have, I think, four straight games with eight interceptions. Yeah, eight I think, think I saw that too. Yeah. Um, I think um, I don't have a stat line from this past one, but I think he might have had another eight reception on receptions on this on this game um so so is he the only positive you have in the seattle game here because i know that they you know i know that it, the, the final score and at certain points this game it was kind of just like jesus christ they're getting blown out but you know they did keep fighting that was the other problem and that's that's been evident with dan campbell you know i they they fight for the guy and the ugly I mean, they game, but it's in what, like 10 points, 14 points at one point, uh, you know, after being down like 31 to seven or right. something like yeah. that. I have. So that is like, that's like a positive come out of this game. It's really just been a positive all year. Like, um, like I don't even think we really saw this in the first season with Patricia. No. You know, I don't think we ever really saw that, you know. No, because that would imply your players like you. Yeah, and like Dan, Dan and Quinn, respect you. Yeah, it just seems like he's always ready to have these guys run through a brick wall for him. Um, so 
it's just very nice to see like us being a team that is scrappy and then once we actually get some talent we start stealing wins and then once we start stealing wins we attract more talent here's hopefully what, brad holmes keeps drafting well and yeah. then we turn this into an actual like good team here here would be the comparisons for kind of doing a double feature here with atlanta and seattle uh I would say the Atlanta game was a perfect Lions loss at this point because they played hard. They were in the game until the last drive and won classic SOL play to blow it and lose the game, not affect their draft position. The Seattle game had a lot more red flags and concerns and bad defensive effort and Tim Boyle being much worse actually than the Atlanta game from what I have heard and seen with my eyes. That's again, like great. The, the other thing is with this too, people look at Seattle's record and being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they can't even hang." Well, Russ was gone for six, seven games. I mean, Russ was gone know. for six, seven games. They they just lost to the Los Angeles Rams, who are the second seed in the NFC, by ten points. And you know, you know like they well, played them tough. Hey, well, the Lions played the Rams tough, didn't they? They did. They did. But but here but here's the thing with you know everyone's you know shitting their pants over Big Ben being out of Pittsburgh or whatever. It's kind of been Russ's last game at the, at the link or that's not the link anymore. Lumen. It's the Lumen field field. His last game in front of bad the tw- name for a stadium, his last game in front of the 12s. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And you Very know, well could be, and he had a nice game. But nothing is, you know, it's just so uncertain that DK Metcalf, three touchdowns. That's the way I'd want to go out and, but everyone's pooping themselves over big Ben. So I don't really get that one. Russell Wilson's <laughs> not going to be back next year. I don't know, He's going to be a giant. We have all offseason to talk about it, but, you know, I, I'm thinking the, the other part of that is just because, yeah, maybe he'll be back, but also it, they're playing against the Lions, so who gives a crap? Yeah. I very well could be. Yeah, because they're at Arizona this upcoming week. That's right. Um, But, yeah, really, those were like the only two positives I had coming out of the game. Okay, well, then let's turn our focus to Green Bay. Um, Is Green Bay – going to start their starters it really doesn't make sense but you know what you know what i think that team should do uh playing for a half i mean i just i'm if i'm the number one seed in the nfc and i got nothing to play for i'm not playing my 39 year old quarterback Devontae adams aaron jones i'm not playing those guys Aaron Jones against the Aaron Jones and Devontae, i somewhat understand rogers like the guy doesn't get injured not, not true. But. Um, he's gotten injured a couple times, but he always seems to play through it. It's never like an actual like full on injury. Like yeah, he except, had his like little toe thing, fucking collarbone broken by the Vikings. That that certainly held him back for a couple of games. <laughs> and but, but look, but here, my I, point is, my point is, you sit him out on Sunday. He's not playing again for another 15, 16 days, maybe. That angle, I do get. Like but, you're but, throwing that offense completely out of rhythm. Okay, I'm, I have you're infuriating me. I have a lot of things <laughs> to say <laughs> because number one, yeah, maybe he doesn't get hurt all the time, but he's 39 on an MVP year with the number one seed. You don't need to play him against the Lions, who have nothing to play for. It's it's stupid. It's stupid to play him. Number two, Dan, Dan, or uh, I'm sorry, I literally I called Dan Campbell Dan Quinn uh, when we were talking about that. I thought I went to call him Dan Quamble. 
<laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. Number two. Okay, this is probably the last Aaron Rodgers season in Green Bay. There, there can be no chances taken here. It's so funny that, uh, like that his those talks completely died down. No, but I guess I guess he's done. He's done okay. in Green Bay because yep. because if they don't, even if they make the Super Bowl and lose, he's out. Yeah. Like they have to win the Super Bowl and they have to like give him like a bazillion dollar contract for the next for six years truck. for him to yeah. stay. Mm-hmm. And I don't think those are things that are going to happen. No. So this is probably it. And you have very excellent odds right now. Why are you playing against the Lions? I could see a series. I could see maybe a quarter. Maybe. But that's it. That That's as far as it would go. And the Lions are good enough to beat what's-his-nuts, the backup quarterback. Uh, Matt Jordan Flynn. Love? Yeah, Matt Flynn. Yeah, <laughs> not Matt Flynn. Not Matt Flynn, because that guy absolutely torched us. He did. He did actually. I got their. They both were number ten. That's why I got them mixed up. I didn't actually get them mixed okay, up. Okay, I, I, I was just trying to be cute. Um, I was going to say Dan Campbell would also be the type of coach that would go play Tommy Ball. <laughs> Super swell right. guy, but like if he's like, you know what, boys, let's go ruin their effing season today. Well, like that's the kind of thing too. Like if if the like, God forbid they do win. That that's the kind of thing where he's like, you know what, we just wanted to be that stinker game to like yeah. mess with their psyche going into the playoffs. And yeah, I could I could see that angle a little it's bit. But thing. I don't um, think the Packers care if they lose though. Because if, if they do lose, Rodgers won't be playing. Yeah. And if they lose, Rodgers can go, guys, it's fine. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> R-E-L-A-X. Yeah. Relax. So, um yeah, I mean, you bring up valid points, but at the same time, I think I had the more valid point of losing the rhythm. You were you were <laughs> right, but also I was more right. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, what do you want to see out of the Lions this game? A W, because Obviously. as I just said, it'd be mean, great to see them end the season that way. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a big because I I as the listeners probably know, maybe they don't. I don't know. I hate the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. More than any franchise in sports. I hate Aaron Rodgers more than any player in sports. And if we have nothing to lose by winning because it's not going to affect our draft stock and we're picking two, then I'd be flying if we got a win because we're going into the offseason with a huge win against the number one seed in the NFC at home. <laughs> Just put a little extra asterisk. Yes. Sure. But still, it would feel great. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, any particular player that you want to see? I'd like to see Jared Goff like? play because God, I'm sick of Tim Boyle. I was gonna say, have we not earned David Blau yet? I understand that Blau is probably not any better, but Tim Boyle is so bad. Now let him play because because if he plays and he's terrible again, then that proves. That, I mean, they already proved it, but there's no reason to bring this man back next season. Who, Boyle? Boyle. And I think he signed a two-year deal, but just cut his ass and draft somebody. Draft a project. Let's move on from him. Uh, I was going to say, if you if you play David Blau and he's terrible, then you just get that monkey off your back. You get the fans stop breathing down your neck. And, I, I don't like, think it's that big of a deal at this David point. Blau. because, like, I mean, it certainly was when Tim Boyle originally started. Right, but that, but that was like, you know, that was like mid-season practically a little bit later. 
there's still lots of games you could win, and the, you I know, think like there's still stuff on the line there. Stopped giving a shit. At this point, yeah. we're one or two, and that's it. And there's the, that's all there is. So like, who cares? Like David Blau's not part of his future clearly because like, if he was, by now. he would have gotten a shot. Yeah. So unless it's just an epic meltdown by by Tim Boyle, then it's completely, completely. Possible. Like I'm talking like four interceptions in the first half kind of meltdown. Yeah. Then I don't think we're seeing David Blau. Yeah. I don't really care. I'm good with that. I don't want either one of those guys on our roster next year. I don't. I, David Blau, 2021. Hey, great year, buddy. You had a great year. But I'm done with it. I don't want him here. I don't want any of these three guys here to be honest. But I'll take Jared <laughs> Goff. I'll I'll deal with him. The other two, get them. Where out. is this rage coming Dude, from? I'm sorry. It's just like <laughs> it's just you. Yeah. You just like really just got to me. I really brought it out of them today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, kid, the Incredible. Um <laughs> okay. Well <laughs> no. uh nowhere to go from up or jeez yeah, man, why am I so bad at just saying phrases? You pissed me off. Nowhere to go uh from here but up. That was still fucked up. Probably God, son of a bitch. Nowhere to go but up. Um, That's all it is. Yeah, you know what? Let's just do the fucking fantasy segment. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, at this point. God. All right. We're off the rails, folks. And sober, which is miraculous. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Fantastic Fantasy Corner. I just figured out where the rage from the last segment or two has come from. Yeah. It's the COVID. It's definitely the COVID seeping into your brain. Yeah. Um, Given to me, transmitted from you. Yes, 100%. Um, well, mask up, mask up. Um, well, a, uh, rah, rah, rah. How about I give you all three of my players right out the gate and then you give me that last one of yours. Sorry about that. Okay. (laughs) I hit it at my first player right there. Rah, rah, rah. Amon Ross St. Brown. He's on the list again. I mean, he's got to be picked up in almost every single league by this point because the guy has just been absolutely on fire like nobody's business recently. But um, You know, I, f- I feel like at this point I'm the only one like, contributing to this segment because it's just you recommending Amon Ross I got St. a couple more. Amon Ross St. Brown for a month. And then, uh, and then I come to the table certainly, with the guy every week. He's certainly been on there uh, the last three shows at least, possibly four. Um, but I got two more, and I'm just I'm I'm echoing it out. You're slamming the Kool Aid, I get it. I yeah, get it. because he's been absolutely phenomenal recently. Um, this one goes against a pick I had in my follow the money picks, but I think Dak actually should have a bounce back game against Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, even if the Eagles win, yeah, I mean, he's probably still gonna have a great. Do they have any seating like based in this win or loss? Like, does they move up or down at all? Possibly not. They're division champs, so they that, are. that doesn't matter. But if they have the opportunity to move up and possibly, you know, the Rams Eagles, are like, Eagles clinched. Rams are like eleven and four, right? I think Cowboys like might four. be ten and five. So there could be some flipping around. I think the Bucks are in the three seed right now, so uh, I think there could be some flipping around. There's stuff to play for. Yeah. Plus, they they hate the Eagles, so that's also if you can get the two seed, that's where you want to be because you do not want to be facing the Cardinals. You don't want to be facing the 49ers. Agreed. Um, you want that Rams matchup. That's what you want. 
No, you do not. Um, last player, and I'm saying this if they play the starters, I think he'll probably still get playing time too. He's sort of becoming a forgotten hero of fantasy football, honestly, after Jamar Chase and T. Higgins have blown up over the last couple of weeks. But Tyler Boyd is a solid start uh, at flex or maybe even a wide receiver too if you really need it. Um, I would definitely, if you can somehow figure out a way to get Tyler Boyd, maybe Chase doesn't go this week, maybe T. Higgins, maybe they sit both of them out, who knows. But i got to imagine they keep Tyler Boyd out there. Um and I think he'll have a good game. I think it's time to start feeding Tyler Boyd. Uh, and, you know, Cleveland, it's like they're just beat to hell. So You know what, man? I was dogging on you at the beginning of this segment, but I got to say that is a terrific sleeper this week. It's a really you, good one. No, no. I'm, I'm patronizing me? I, I'm being <laughs> deadly serious. I, okay. I love that pick. And good luck to everybody in their championships if yes, they're still in it. Absolutely. Uh, I know it's kind of sad, sad season now for most of us. A lot of yeah. us are in our championships. But if you are and this advice has been helpful to you at all, you're welcome. Quick funny story um, about the way fantasy football works. I'm in four leagues, um, three of which that I I pay very close attention to, constantly setting them up, setting up the lineups and everything. I played in a 12-team work league this year, um, which I would probably check the lineup every uh, two weeks just because I wasn't a huge fan of how the um, league was set up. And I won. <laughs> I won the whole thing this past week. That's incredible. Uh, and I didn't even check my lineup before the championship because I was in Dallas and away from my work. <laughs> and I somehow pulled it off. Well, that's actually probably a good thing because at least we have some sort of credibility as one league. I think I feel like you can't. Put, you cannot give me any credibility. That is just fantasy football at its finest. Well, I yeah, I mean, and, and my. Yeah, I have two teams, I guess, but I, I really I only pay attention to one, and that thing's in the shit in the shitter. It, it's the worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah. No, it's second exactly. to worst. It's bad. It's very yeah. bad. So. Exactly. Yeah. It never pans out the way you want it to. But that being said, I do have one one last player for Oh, me. yes. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Lucas to told me off podcast that I really need to be checking more if these guys are actually active NFL players. Well, the, yeah, and, no. you know – the job at best one was definitely – I don't uh, – I think you – Didn't talk about him. Yeah. Um, you win some, you lose some. Whatever. We'll move on. Right, right. Those are past okay. episodes. We're yeah, in the right. present. So I do have a guaranteed active current NFL player on a roster Yeah, you should play this week. Who you got? His, his head coach was talking about him glowingly in the press conference. And this team kind of has nothing to play for at this point. And you got to see what you have for the guy. Let's give Kevin Mondes flowers. Oh my god! Mike Zimmer was just ecstatic about playing Kevin Mond this week, and Kirk Cousins has got some COVID issues. They got a matchup against the Bears, who stink. I mean, what a perfect trial run for Kevin Mond. And Sean Mayne's a bum. We know that. Can so definitely go, see it happen. Go pick him up if you're in your Super Bowl. He's your starter. Go get him. <laughs> okay. You know, that guy is active and on a roster. And Mike Zimmer did say that he did not want to see any bit of him this past week. But, Al, we all know that you are the Kellen Mond whisperer. 
Um, so if you're confident in him playing this Sunday, I got to imagine that every single person listening to this podcast and in a fantasy football championship should go pick up Kellen Mond right now and put him in the starting lineup. I am so right. <laughs> okay. I've been, I've been waiting for this day for a while. Yeah. I'm excited. Let's go ahead and close the show out. It's the worst fucking mask. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Grand and Zito's podcast. Um, give us a follow on TikTok the, at Grand the, and Zito's pod. The penultimate regular season episode. I wanted to say that word really bad today, so penultimate. Penultimate. It's like the episode preceding the final episode or something. It's, pre- it's oh, the regular preceding season. the finale of something. So, like the yeah. regular season finale. Well, is next do week. we call the fina- do we call it the finale of the regular season or the playoff uh, preview show today? No, next week. I don't know about next week, but right now we're in the penultimate week. So I'm t- I'm saying no, we are in the penultimate week. That's true. Final week of the regular season, is and then promise? we have to decide. Yes. Is it the last show of the regular season or is it the playoff preview show? The COVID is really messing with your brain. Today. Probably the playoff preview show. Um, COVID, not good for the soul, um, even though I didn't have it. I was just exposed to it. Um, Shout out to my fiance if uh, you're listening to the show. I know you don't really care about doing a podcast, but if you are, sorry for bringing COVID home. <laughs> I'm wearing a mask the whole oh, show. Probably. All right. Um, follow us on TikTok at Gridiron Zeros Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Gridiron Zeros. Um, be sure to uh, make good choices and good decisions. I uh, hope everybody had a wonderful, safe, and happy New Year. Al, um, what did you do for Happy New Year's? I I got like way too drunk. I got obliterated as like, well. Like two, two peas in a pot. Pretty much two days. Yeah. Like New Year's Eve, and then I kind of just said, New Screw Year's Day is a wash, and <laughs> I just well. yeah. So yeah, well, yeah, we're yeah we're sober now though. Yeah, for yes. the next couple weeks. So two months, two two uh, months. I'm saying two months. I'm going to the end of February. All right, um, fantastic. Uh, make good choices, make good decisions. I've already said that, but always want to reiterate it. Um, You're ready, folks. We're getting to the real spicy stuff. We're getting to that. Those sweet, sweet NFL playoffs, baby. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, all right. Thank you again for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Later.